If you justify it, that's your breaking point. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I wanted to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubt is wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, in the last episode, I spoke about your vices are keeping you trapped. I want to dive a little bit deeper into what I mean by that. Now, for most people, they have vices. Now, you probably have vices. I want you to really reflect during this episode and really think about the vices. What are the things that cause you to break? Is it your diet that you keep breaking? Is it your exercise regime that you keep breaking or routine? Is it your sleeping patterns that you keep breaking? Is it not taking drugs? Is it that you weren't going to drink alcohol? Is it food? Is it gambling? Is it spending money on shit that doesn't matter, that's not an investment that just creates more liabilities and you waste your cash on? Most people have vices. Their vices are the thing that's keeping them stuck. Now, you might have multiple vices. When I was younger, I used to drink. I used to party all the time. I would spend all my money on going out on the weekends. You know, I used to go out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Monday, Tuesday, I'd have the night off. But I had these crazy vices. I would go out. I would sleep with heaps of people. Like, it was fucking crazy. I was gluttonous. But the problem with that, though, is that what it does is it keeps you trapped in that hedonistic cycle. Now, there's something called hedonic adaptation. And hedonic adaptation means that if you take a drug and it makes you feel good, you want more of that drug again next time. But the more you keep taking it, the more you keep craving it because the more you need to have that same feeling that you once originally had. Your body adapts to it. The same as alcohol. Like I've got some mates of mine. They're like, oh man, I can polish off a bottle of rum. They didn't start off polishing a bottle of rum. What's happened is that their body has adapted to consistently drinking alcohol. And so now they can drink large amounts of alcohol and their body's adapted to it. But to get that same feeling that they once originally had from something that may be a glass or it may be a shot, now they've got to drink half a bottle or they've got to drink a bottle just to get that same feeling. The same thing can happen with money. If you spend a little bit of money and you feel good, then next time you'll need to make more money in order to spend more money to feel good. But if you spend that little amount that you started with, it won't feel the same anymore. So it's hedonic adaptation. That's what it's called. Our body adapts to this hedonic cycle, which is like this pleasure cycle. So we've got to be really, really careful of that because our vices keep pushing us to adapt to that hedonic pleasure. Okay. Now that won't be good for us in the long run. So I'll give you an example. If you eat a little bit of food over time that's pleasurable, over time you may start to eat more and more of that food in order to get that same amount of pleasure for it. Because if not, you just don't get that same response. Then all of a sudden you find yourself putting on all this extra weight, you start feeling shit because the pleasure has to be balanced with pain. The same thing happens with drug use. Some people just have a little bit of meth or a little bit of you know, it could be anything, a little bit of weed to help them relax, a little bit of meth to get them energized or to feel good. It could be a little bit of cocaine to just make them feel a bit more energized and a bit more stimulated when they're going out and partying. 
But now all of a sudden they're having this thing every weekend or for some people it can be every day and they just need it to function. And to them, that's normal function because their sense of normality has gone out the window because they've adapted to that feeling. So they have to keep having more and more and more until it fucking destroys their life because the pleasure has to be balanced out with pain. So the higher the high, the lower the low. Okay, the pendulum swings from one side to the other. And so for a lot of people out there, they have this need to have that pleasure. Gamblers do it as well. That's why gambling is such a lucrative industry. Because once someone gets their first win, they go, wow, this feels fucking amazing. And now they're chasing that next win again to have that same feeling. But if they won $100, the next time they win $100, it doesn't feel as good as the first time. So now they've got to chase a little bit more. Then they win a little bit more, but they've already lost hundreds. And so now they're chasing their next $150 or $200 win or the $250. Then they get the $250 and they go, oh, that feels good again. And so they get this relief from having the pleasure. Now, inside your own mind, think about this. When you have that anxiety or that tension or that stress or that pressure of not having the thing that is your vice, it makes you feel uncomfortable. So then when you get it, it feels like a relief. So the drug addict or the person who uses drugs, when they have the drug, they go, oh, it feels good. It feels like a relief. But the problem with that is that they're relieving their tension with the thing that causes the tension in the first place because not having the vice creates the tension. Sigmund Freud, the person who created psychoanalytical theory, he spoke about this. He said that with our animal instincts or our animal desires, which is pleasure without pain, when we have pleasure... We crave more of it and it becomes a desire and it creates tensions inside of our body and inside of our mind. And until we get that pleasure again, that tension is there and it creates the anxieties, the pressure, the stress. So if you get home from work and you're like, you know what, I just want to crank a pizza. And then you think, you know what, that's not really my standards. That now is going to create tension and pressure inside of your body. Now, for most people, they will break at that point. And they will just get the pizza because they don't want the pressure or the stress or the tension. But that's the thing that keeps them trapped in that hedonic cycle. It's the thing that keeps them trapped by consuming or having those vices. So now they're getting fatter and fatter and they look in the mirror and they got torpedo titties. They feel like shit. They're bloated all the time. They got chunky midsection and they start hating upon themselves. They go up now another pan size. But by consistently doing that, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse because they can't control their vices. Hey Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. Until you control your vices, they will control you and they will control your life and they will control the results that you are getting and not getting. And what I mean by that is that if you've got high standards, they're going to be the results that you don't get by staying stuck in that hedonic cycle and needing vices. So you have to break that cycle. One of the best things that someone said to me, they said, until you deal with the number one vice that you have, you'll never get the results that you want. What's the biggest thing that you want? And I said, I want to grow my company. And they said, good, what's your biggest vice? And I said, it's food. And they said, until you control your food, you're never going to get the business that you want. And I went, fuck. And it was super uncomfortable, but they're 100% right, which is why I cleaned up my diet. Okay, and why I'm still continuing to clean up my diet because that's a non-negotiable. 
So if you think about it, the vices that you have right now, they're the things that are stopping you from getting what you want. And until you change that, nothing's going to change. So you have to be the person that you want to be and step up and take that action and realize that until you break that pattern, it is going to control your life and you are essentially shitting on your dreams, shitting on your goals, shitting on your self-worth, shitting on your self-confidence, shitting on your self-belief because you're just going to keep lowering your standards and you'll keep lowering your standards until you have a group of low standard motherfuckers that you fit in with. You know, only recently I had this person who came to one of my events. They came to one of my business events. Afterwards, I spoke to them. This was a couple of weeks later and I said, how'd you go? And they said, it's not for me. And I said, why is that? And they said, oh, everyone in there is not really achieving. They're not really pushing hard. You know, it's just, these are all like low level people. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? These are all people that are growth driven. These are all people like, she literally sat on a table with someone who their business is probably doing about $26, $27 million in revenue a year. This same person is probably lucky if they're probably doing half a million dollars in revenue per year. I got super pissed off and super frustrated and I was thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this person? But what I realized is that they're used to living with a whole bunch of low standard motherfuckers. They surround themselves with a whole bunch of dropkicks. All of the people around her are low level people. This person gambles, drinks consistently, has a shitty business. Her dog is her best friend because she doesn't have any decent people around her. I couldn't fucking believe it. But then what I realized is that the people that she hangs out with look up to her and kiss her ass. And they think that she's a fucking duck's nuts. But now she's in a room of people who are crushing it, pushing to a high level, who have high standards, and it made her feel uncomfortable and she had to create an excuse about it. That's why most people never get the results that they want because they keep making excuses for the reason why they have vices and those vices keep them trapped. She wants her business to grow. She wants her standards to grow in life. She wants to have more money, a better relationship, a better body, and she wants to feel good about herself and have that confidence. But she can't do that because she keeps her standards low. But the reason why she keeps her standards low is because she hangs out with even lower level motherfuckers who have worse standards than her, but they look up to her and think the sun shines out of her ass. Be very, very careful with that. Such a fucked up pattern. But most people in society like that, right? They think that if they're doing okay, they're doing better than the people that they hang around. But you need to go find people that make you uncomfortable about your vices. If you sit in a room, like I know this, a lot of my friendship circle are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, some of them even billionaires. And when I talk to them, I'm like, man, I'm broke as shit. They make me feel uncomfortable. Okay, When I go and hang out with my fitness friends, I look at them like, man, I feel uncomfortable. But that discomfort is great because it creates my drive and it creates my standards. It pushes me to a greater level. Okay, And it makes me want to stop my vices. But the first thing that you have to do is you have to identify your number one vice and then crack it and keep cracking those vices because that'll keep pushing you to greater and greater levels. Okay, And this is also why mindset is the number one most important thing when it comes to achieving great results, whether it's in business, whether it's in your intimate relationship, whether it's being an amazing parent, whether it's having a great body, because until you get your mindset right, you are always going to lower your standards, always. And most people don't value their mindset enough. Do you know, years ago, I was working for a professional sports team and I was saying about how important mindset was. Back then, most of them didn't even think about it. Psychology wasn't even really spoken about in sports. We we're talking like four or five years ago, right? They were just like, oh yeah, mindset, you know, positive thinking type stuff. Like, yeah, cool, whatever. They would spend all this money on physiotherapists, on, you know, health professionals, but they didn't spend it on their player's mindset. And the problem is now that clubs are spending a lot of money on mindset, but they're spending a lot of money on depression and 
you know, making sure that like all their players are mentally healthy, but mental health is completely different from crushing it in life, getting great results and really pushing to greater levels, which is what they want from athletes. Okay. And this is what people want if they want to achieve at a high level. But anyway, get out there, tackle those vices, really think about this. Your mindset is the biggest gap between where you are today and your goals and your dreams. The faster you can learn what you need to learn and grow mentally and emotionally, the faster you get your results. I can 100% guarantee it because there is only two things that ever stops a person from achieving great results. Mindset and skill set. Mindset is about 80 to 90% and the skill set is easily developed and that's 10 to 20%. Anyone can learn how to do something. It's not that hard. These days you just go to YouTube, you can type it in, you can fucking learn it. The question is why do some people excel and crush it and why do most other people not get anywhere? Well, because it's their mindset. Every week I have people who send me messages. They're like, oh, I know all this stuff. And I'm like, no, you don't, motherfucker, because if you did, you'd have results. The thing is that you know how to get the skill. You know how to acquire the skill. But the truth is that you don't have the ability to execute effectively because your mindset is dog shit. So got to get your mindset right. It's like 80%, maybe even 90 Anyway, Driven Mofos, crack those vices. Keep working hard. Don't break during the Christmas period or the festive season. Stay tight. Pull everybody up to your standards. Do not lower them to everybody else's standards. Be careful of those vices. Go and fucking tackle them and pop one at a time and watch what happens. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep pushing hard and I'll see you on the next episode.